So today I didn't do much. Um, I cleaned my workshop, which was a good thing. I love, I love cleaning my workshop because uh, I can plan what I need to get next, and I think about how far I've come, and I look at my whatever paintings I have left and it, um, it's a nice pleasant little place for me the only thing is it's not a place where I can sit and just hang out comfortably because there's not much room so usually when I'm in there I'm working away so I've made pretty much I've I've sorted things out and uh, I know where almost everything is so it's good um, I've been uh, reading the book I am Malala and I've watched um, some YouTube's, YouTube uh, videos of her, of specifically her interview with um, John Stewart and um, her speech at the um, Stockton um, Prize for free, free speech. Some past laureates are N Nelson Mandela and other people. I can't remember their names. Um, I listened to her for a while and I got tired a little bit because she she's 16 and... Um, She's really courageous and she gives good speeches, but they're a little bit loud and um, she's forceful and I just have a hard time listening to her for too long. I like her when she's in, in, a, in an interview, then I can appreciate um, her a little bit better, but more than than that is her um her dedication really that i admire um, she talks a lot about her father and her father is a huge part of this I don't know, somehow I, I keep thinking, why can't she just be herself and talk from her po point of view only? And why does she always have to talk about her father and not her mother? You know, that's a little bit uh, the cult of the father here. It's bothering me. She wants to... Um, she wants to um, help women, 
go to school and have an education. But there are many instances in, in the book where um, she's uh, being uh, a little bit judgmental towards women. It shows up. Um, probably in areas that she wouldn't have noticed. Always when it concerns her father, uh, when it's around, the, the figure of the father is so strong that um, I think um, she's missing some of the f finer details. But that's okay. Well, one one example of that was um, she described uh, some altercation that happened in the street and um, something to do with her father that uh, some some man was uh, insulted because he he apparently had uh, been uh, smiling or. Uh, at, uh, or making advances to her daughter and this aunt had come in and um, defended her father and said well look to your daughter instead you know um, that's just one one indication of the reverse sexism I guess I'm going to call it but you know <laughs> it's uh It's levels of magnitude. It's just, she is, you know, one of the bravest person I, I can think of right now. And um, she's come out of this still with her um, beliefs intact. I think she's always been like that. She's had uh, very uh, strong beliefs and she wanted, for example, to um, have the children that were picking at rubbish around uh, her school. They were poor kids um, that had sores all over and were just picking at uh, garbage in the dump and she wanted them to go to school. So I think it was just in her personality to be like that. Okay, part one is done. Let me finish finish up in part two. Um, so um, Malala Yousafzai is um, now, now 16. She was 15 when she got shot. Um, she's been um, a public figure. She was a public figure even before she, she gave speech, speeches. Um, I'm thinking about the fact that she's 16, um, when, when I was 16, I was, uh, 
fearless kind of and um i um i had the pretty much the same sort of maturity that i have now i think you know like i'm seeing watching myself back then actually it was more when i was 18 19 that i was acting really stupid when i was 15 16 17 when i went when i was 17 i moved to i um, i joined kitimovic and I, i was pretty mature um but um i guess um you know becoming a young woman and going out and uh, dating and uh, uh you know trying wanting a boyfriend um, made me very very silly so you know well i can only compare myself compare with myself but uh i think um there's a like a strength of conviction you can have at 16 and a sort of fearlessness you can have as well because you haven't experienced much and um it's like you feel like you own the world right and uh you have this confidence i was thinking would she be the same at um let's say 40 and she's had kids and everything well probably she she is who she is because somehow her father has always made her believe that she could do anything and when you fight this everyday mentality you know um you must be you know have like the determination of a bull so yeah i don't think she's going to change she's uh just made like that and uh i i can't wait to see in the future years what will come she's obviously very bright and um she's the solution she said that uh she believes women are stronger than men <laughs> i think so too because um we're the ones who have babies and we have to spread our resources in so many different ways and we learn to be more understanding of others quicker men are just kind of silly sometimes a bit selfish self-centered they assume that they know things but quite often the um the castle of cards just uh crumbles around them um so 
this is the book and I'm almost finished um, I find the tone a little bit annoying at times I, I compare it to the tone in um, the little engine that could it's it's almost the same type of uh, writing uh, you know it, it's funny like I, I kept reading passages thinking huh it's exactly the little engine that could. <laughs> but um, the girl can speak uh, four languages, I think. She's had uh, help with uh, by um, uh, Christine Lamb, I think her name is. And I don't know who that author is, but... Um, so... I will finish it and then I'll move on to Chris Hatfield. And um, I'm um, really inspired by people like that who um, have like this determination and just kind of get things done no matter what, no matter no matter how dire things are. <laughs> I like that. It's great. It's, uh, yeah, it's very inspiring. I keep thinking, well, if they can do it, why can't I do it? You know, what's the big, what's the big hold up here? Um, well, the holidays uh, are coming along, um, and it was really cold today. I didn't go out first um, of January. It's, uh, everything's closed, so. Well, this is part two. I think I'm going to continue. And so, um, it's 12.30. It's getting late, but I wanted to talk about yesterday, the party I went to at my professor's house. Um, come to think of it, there were all pretty much couples there. And, um, they were a nice uh, little crew um, of some... Uh, People I really like, and um, Jonathan was there, so we couldn't stay very long. Um, and everybody had made silly hats, and we took a picture before I left at nine thirty. Usually, they they reveal their hats around midnight, you know, for the new year, and they take pictures. And but because I wanted to leave early. They did that for me, so um, I made a, a hat with uh, some tissue paper that I had colored over the summer, and I was pretty happy to to have made that. <laughs> My professor loved it, so that that was what was the important thing. <sighs> Mm. 
So, um, what um, I really like sometimes is to be with friends, and it feels nice to be with them, and you feel like you're in good company, and they're not judging you, and um, you can just listen to their stories, and um, we can all talk and, and laugh and enjoy life, and in a simple way and each other's company is is um i love i love it when you're with friends and their company is it's not medicine but almost like it makes you feel like it's not draining it's not uh, drama, it's positive, it's, you know, it's not problem after problem, and, um, it's just the everyday emotion of, you know, whatever, and then you can have a great talk about art or some past story that happened, and then share that, and, Everybody leaves a little bit of space for everybody else to talk, and they don't talk over you, and uh, not trying to prove something or disprove something. Don't it's not like an argument. You just kind of joke, and you know some people kind of. Take the opposite of what I'm saying, with you know, who cares? That's okay. I don't care about that. So that was nice. The holidays should be for that. Should be for family, friends, relaxing. Not doing much, kind of cleaning you up a little bit, tidying you up, and getting ready for the next half. And I'm getting closer to February, which is what makes me so happy because I love going to Quebec. It's my time for myself, and I like that. And my mother is not being all bad and weird and sick. She's back to normal, which I can take. <laughs> Last time I saw her, she made me laugh. She made jokes. We had a really good time. We had a good lunch. I took her to Lille d'Orléans, and then I, she said she wanted to talk to me. I said, no, no, leave it at that. I don't want to talk about anything, just, you know. And then I left, and I said, okay, I'm leaving now. Everything's good. <laughs> I don't want drama. No more drama, no more drama. I've had so much drama. I can't handle it. My mom is like the master of emotional, you know, passive-aggressive uh, scenes of yelling and 
blaming and never giving me one inch, no, and always attacking me ever since I've been a teenager. I just refuse to be her mother. I will not be her mother. She'll, she has to be step up and be my mother. I think that's finally happening. So, no, better late than never. <sighs> well, guys, Happy New Year. I wish you all this year to feel to feel joy to feel energy in your body and to be a little bit less worried so to be to let go of some worries and um, to feel um, at peace with at peace with life, and I wish you health and um, happiness and love. Okay, good night.